Welcome to Higher ID, the podcast where we talk about all things instructional design and higher ed. We're your hosts, Christy J. Woods and Dr. Jess Seitler, and we're excited to bring you our next episode. Yes, this is our season two recap. So it's our last season, or sorry, not our last season, our last episode mm-hmm. of season two. And um, we thought we'd spend some time reflecting over season two, give you all some uh, data, some analytics about how we're doing with the podcast, and then kind of talk about what's next for us to spend some time predicting the future. We can't talk what we hope to accomplish in the next season of Higher AD. Does that sound just? That sounds perfect. That sounds good. Well, um, we can start off a little bit of recapping what our season two is like. So season two for us was episode nine, and this is episode 20, once the one comes out, the nine through 20. Yeah. Which is wild to me. It's a bigger um, season for us than our first season was. Not intentionally. I think we just had a lot of great guests that we wanted to get in. For Um, sure. So that was cool. And then, Jess, do you have some analytics too for us of how many listeners we have to see them? Oh, yes. So um, this season, we had over 2,300 listeners. So that's that was, really exciting. How exciting. Yeah. And that's so far. Uh, we still have one episode coming out today and then our season recap. Right. Yeah. And um, last season, we had a, around 1,500, a little over 1,500 Um when we recorded the wrap up. So it so means we're improving. <laughs> we're improving and our um there's more listeners. And um but our all time listens um that we've had is over five thousand. And that's wow. Bon- that's bonkers. It is it is bonkers. So over Spotify, Apple, Google, all of it. So over five thousand. Which is yeah. wild. I don't know. It just sometimes it feels like where it's still so new that yeah. like people aren't listening quite yet. We haven't quite caught on, but 5,000 is otherwise. <laughs> Not too shabby. Not too shabby. Yeah, no. So I don't think, I'll be honest, I never really thought about how many um, listen. I never had like a goal number of, of listeners. It was, yeah. it was more oh, like, yeah. I really hope, and and this is something I'd like for us to expand on. I really hope that we can connect with more people. So it's not just about listeners. It's about like, we're connecting with people or we're supporting people, even Mm -hmm. though maybe we're not meeting in person with them, but um, hopefully we're hitting topics that people are interested in and, and that supports their career or interests and, um, or creating a sense of community among ideas in higher education right so yeah. um yeah I never really thought about who would listen I was like yeah me out of there I I, I, lie. I don't know who's gonna listen maybe I'll convince my husband to listen to us that's what I was thinking <laughs> does he listen I'm curious uh, he does <laughs> well he he does yeah because uh, I press play and I leave it oh. on Good. Um, Good when I'm when I'm reviewing and he's often around he's like hey that's you and I'm like yeah <laughs> <laughs> but that's yeah funny. I know yeah I do that. so so that is like actually seeing a number is exciting yeah it is I agree and I I love what you're saying about it's more about like having the conversations with folks and creating mm-hmm. the community 
I really just love to have this conversation. So even if nobody else is listening, I'm happy. I think that Black I, I really benefited from the conversation. And we've gotten to talk to so many really cool people this season. I thought maybe I could say some, well, I'll say them all, all of our key um, guests that we had this season. Oh. We had many, many. So um, our first guest was Justin, Dr. Justin Allison, who came and talked about being alone, ID. And then we had William Cronier, who um, is uh, an instructional designer at Edgeglow, which is now multiverse. Mm-hmm. Um, he came and talked about social learning um, and cohort-based learning, which is fantastic. Yes. We had um, Dr. Jechi Yu, who talked to us about project management. Um, and we're, fun fact, Jess and I are on the panel with um, Jechi, Alice Swift, who was a, a guest from season one, Rob Gibson, who was a guest from season one on all those. Yeah. So we're, we're on a panel for AECT that'll happen this October, which we're excited about, but. And wait, I'm going to add to this. Go ahead. Another fun thing. um, I am uh, on another panel with Jachi on project management for instructional designers in higher ed. And I'm going to be the agile queen. Uh, (laughs) I get to talk a little bit about agile project management for instructional designers, which I love, even though my whole team is an agile, I am. So it makes a difference in in my productivity um, and my enjoyment of what I do. Um, but yeah, we're doing an OLC webinar on August 9th. So wow, that's coming up. That'll be right after this post because we're going to post it early August. So yeah, so we're excited cool. about, yeah, so that's all about, and that's with um, four other people, um, including Lynn Wall, who is on. Who was also a guest. Yeah, Lynn talked with us yeah. about um, workload, self-care, burnout, and all the incredible research she's been doing with her team to kind of find the perfect number of course developments. Yeah. Um, and then on that same team uh, that works with Lynn is uh, Blair Stamper, so Dr. Stamper. She talked about entrepreneurship with us, and we've been able to present with um, Blair before too, which has been really cool. And then, and then we have two additional guests that we had were Andrew Thomas Toby, who talked about being a multilingual and bilingual instructional designer. Mm-hmm. And then we had Dr. Don DePerry, whose episode just came out while we're recording this um, a couple weeks ago for us. And she spoke to digital accessibility and graphic design. So um, that was a really cool episode too. So like amazing star yeah. lineup of guests. I feel like we have had some really cool conversations with people that see them. Yes, for sure. Um, I learned when I look back at it all, it's like, wow, you know, I, I learned so much from each person. So yeah, I, mean, um, I think that's, that's one of my favorite things is just one connecting with people um, and learning about their lives and how instructional design is part of their lives yeah (laughs) and um and it's so unique for each person so I really enjoy that 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 purview right that to see how it's different yeah and and I will say too we've had a couple more just us episodes Mm -hmm. and when I say just Mm -hmm. us I mean it's just just on the conversation we're not on the guest speaker at that time right so we had a chat GPT casual conversation which is fantastic. And we just mm-hmm. kind of talked about all the things that are happening in ChatGPT, what's going on with that. Um, we also did a day in the life of an instructional designer where we kind of talked about what our experience is. 
Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, we actually got invited to uh, present for a group of doctoral students at Purdue. And that was how that conversation kind of came about. Like, what do you need to be an instructional designer? What are the tools, the skills, the things that you need to know? And so Jess and I adapted that conversation and and made it an episode. And then our learner experience design conversation, which actually comes out today while we're recording this, um, but it'll have been out um, for a couple of weeks by the time um, this goes live. And I don't know, I just, I feel really good about bringing more of our voice into it too. Of course, we want um, to bring amazing, incredible, talented, expert guest speakers. And we have, we have such a, again, star-studded lineup. But it's like really cool to see our confidence grow as we continue to have our conversations to do it. I I think. Yeah. Yeah. And I also, I think as instructional designers, um, I think there's things that we're often, I, you know, and this is kind of really informal vocabulary, but we often are stewing on, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. And I don't mean in reference to podcasting, but just as like our work. And, and so it's really nice to get out um, those thoughts about mm-hmm. chat GPT and AI and, as well as Alex, um, Alex design, because um, that's something I've been stewing on for months. I mean, I've been stewing on it since before then, but really deep, like reading and listening and thinking about inclusive design. And also all of a sudden that shifted to UX and LXD and, um, yeah. So it was really incredible to just have an out loud, conversation about those things because I can't do that with everybody so I'm lucky to yeah. have a have a partner oh, who, I, <laughs> who I can do that with well you yeah. ac- you accept my full-blown nerdiness and, oh, and so yeah. I appreciate it I totally appreciate it because my, yeah. hu- my husband's definitely not gonna talk talk to me about Alex design <laughs> <laughs> well and I I would say um it's cool to just learn from each other again it's like one of the things where even if nobody listens I'm benefiting from the conversation of having with you about these things and I think I had to let go a little bit about like perfectionism not feeling like I have to be an expert or know enough to talk about something yeah. and when there's a guest I'm sort of relying on them to kind of help fill in those gaps. So I'm asking them the questions, even if I might have an idea of the answer, mm-hmm. I'm kind of like interviewing them, right? And, right? and I'm trying to have that kind of conversation there. But when it's just you and I, um, I'm not really trying to like put the expertise back on somebody else. I'm just trying to like speak from my experience and hope that that resonates with other people. Oh, so, yeah. No, I absolutely agree. One, um, the opportunity to learn from from you and learn from each other in general is is awesome. Yeah. And um, so I feel like we're both moving forward in the same space, but growing in different ways, right? Yeah. And um, so that's really, growth is always exciting for me. And yeah. um, I think as well, I'm, I'm 
feeling more comfortable sharing my thoughts. Um, I don't think that I'm an expert on everything. Right. Uh, I will say, you know, I do have background and training, obviously, in structural design and as a faculty. You do? Um, <laughs> yeah, I, I do. I do. Just, just a little bit. But, just but, a little. Yeah, but, you know, I am, I, you know, officially newer to the field. But at the same time, I also think that our experiences are very similar to other people's yeah transitioning into instructional design and um so I I think that has value because I think a lot of people Mm -hmm. um I don't I don't know that I had people to talk about this stuff before before I I met and roped you into this before (laughs) I met you and before you persuaded me yeah no I mean I definitely didn't have that either I think Again, I I hear what you're saying about feeling like newer to the field officially. I feel like you have so much wisdom though, Jeff, just from all of the other experiences. And that's what's really cool about instructional design is you can take whatever your previous career was and bring it into it. And that informs so much of what you do. And I would say too, even if you had been an official instructional designer for 15 years, the field has changed so oh much. Like to think about like pre-COVID, that really shifted a lot of things for folks, especially in the online learning field, because you had to. And so I just feel like that 2020 was like a revolutionary time in instructional design that you couldn't have predicted. No. So even if you had been an instructional designer for forever and ever and ever, you still would have had to change drastically um, and expedite those changes in an agile way, Um, you know, so that's so fast. Um, I don't think you should discount yourself for just having that much time. Yeah, no, I agree. But I think um, my call, I guess my point was, is that even though, um, I think my time in the field sometimes hit my confidence a little bit and sharing my thoughts because I thought it was someone has had so much more experience than me and, and, and whatnot. But I will say that I feel like I have with my, with my background, um, in, in teaching and really engaged, um, really engaging teaching and online experience. Um, I feel like that has really given me really good intuition about yeah. design and people so much and wisdom too <laughs> wisdom you just know the things they feel like yeah <laughs> I, I'm I, thinking I, about our last conversation with Alex <laughs> design right. and I just I feel in awe of you and the awareness that you have um because I think that that will go far so side note because I'm very good at being tangential as well besides needing a t-shirt that says wisdom unicorn I'm going to be the <laughs> wisdom unicorn um an agile queen. <laughs> yeah, agile queen. Um, I don't know that people would understand that the the way we'd want them to, but uh, the instructional oh. designers would. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, um, what I was gonna say is that um, I think that um, yeah, my confidence has grown, and I know I it's it's been good. So I uh, I don't feel like. Um, feel so shy about sharing yeah. and, and that's nice yeah it is 
Oh, and what is that saying? I truly believe it's applicable. The more you know, the more you realize how much that. you don't how much you don't know. <laughs> oh, I was like, I don't know. What is that saying? I don't know. I think uh, maybe I took that from Spanish. Oh, and the tangential part was actually that I did my dissertation on the development of knowledge and and wisdom. And the word wisdom in Arabic is ilm. And so I have that word in my dissertation because it's in English and some Spanish and some Latin and some Arabic, but mostly English with all those languages mixed in. And so ilm is, is knowledge or can be considered wisdom in Arabic. Well, you've got it. It's all throughout my dissertation. (laughs) (laughs) That's why you have it. You're so, yeah, you studied it. So did you have, I don't want to play favorites, but did you have an episode where you're, well, there were so many that were, that I felt like I really connected with people and that's one of my favorite parts. I know. Um, but I think what was really interesting um, and, and unique that I really enjoyed was um the episode with Andrew Thomas Toby. I'm just going to say that too. Um, it was nice to be able to use a little bit of Spanish and a little bit of German, just the, cool. just the tiniest pieces. Um, but also to share um, with our bilingual community and, and let them know that there are other bilingual instructional designers and there are opportunities to leverage those skills. So it was nice. I think we heard back from a lot of bilingual instructional designers so that in terms of like um interest was like was turned out to be um one of the higher episodes in terms of like people engaging and uh, responding and so I felt like that touched um some people where maybe they felt more supported and so that's nice yeah Um, yeah I feel like we really tapped into a niche there that I didn't know really existed yeah and um, I think the most, the highest ranking episode um, was with Jachi about project management. She had over, yeah. over like, it was like over 350 listens. Wow. Just yeah. on one episode. Yeah. Well, yeah. you know, project management is such an important part of our role. So I'm not surprised. And Jachi explains it so well and had like such good, useful tips. I remember walking away from that conversation like, wow, I need to like talk to my team immediately because <laughs> she was so, and you know, I have a good, I feel like we have pretty good project management in our team too, but I don't know. She just spoke to it so eloquently and um, with such wisdom. Also, I think that that's going to be the word I'm going to use the whole time we're talking today but yeah I yeah. think that it makes sense why that was such a uh, I listened episode I mean surprise. yeah um did you have and I mean besides besides our chats together did you have <laughs> one that you maybe like really connected with I mean I feel like we again I feel like we connected with a lot of them so like having a favorite is, yeah is hard <laughs> yeah I know I'm not gonna name a favorite that's for no, sure right but I I will say one of the coolest things that happened to us which sticks out to me obviously now is when we chatted with Will Cronin 
mm-hmm. about social learning. We kind of chatted with them a little bit before the mm-hmm. recording. And we, I think we brought this up during the session or the episode too. But um, he talked about how like listening to the Higher ID podcast is like having coffee with a couple of your friends and you're just having a conversation. And I just thought, wow, that is like the coolest thing I could anybody could have ever said to me about like the feeling that they get when they listen to our episodes because that wasn't intentional we didn't um set out to be like super conversational super like like you're having coffee with a few of your friends we didn't set out to do that but I think it has morphed into that and I love that that is our dick and that is like the vibe of our um podcast because you know, everybody's got a little bit different things. Some things are more structured. Mm-hmm. Um, we actually just talked about this, you and I, Jess, because uh, we did a podcast group um, with ID2ID, and so we listened to a podcast and kind of talked about it, like, how did we feel about how it was set up, essentially? And everyone's got a different way to do things, and I think we have just started recording we we do send questions to folks ahead of time, but we don't answer it in a Q&A way. We really try to, like, build it into the conversation and see how it will get there. Um, and then sometimes we're like, okay, wait, we have this question we need to ask. And um, and that's great, too. But I just really love that what we're, like, having a couple of coffees with some friends and having a great conversation and see where it goes. And we just happen to be re- recording it. I love that. Yes, I 100% love that one because I love coffee and I love having coffee with friends. I've been doing that since I was like 16. Um, I used to bribe my friends to go running with me with coffee afterwards. I'm like, but I'm going to get you a coffee. (laughs) Yeah, um, but also, um, yeah, well, first of all, I'd love to have a coffee with all of these wonderful people that we've had a chance to chat with. Um, but I will, I, I, I will second, um, that the organic evolution of, of our conversations, um, is really nice. Cause I, I can follow them <laughs> yeah. and it doesn't feel when it's overly structured, then I feel like I have to look at notes or, um, be concerned that I'm imperfect I said something wrong and uh so I appreciate that it is conversational and I can just there's no script (laughs) I like that yeah we definitely the only thing that is scripted with our intro yeah that's (laughs) true welcome to higher ID and that's it we we don't script from there we truly just try to build the conversation and I really love that yeah um we can talk a little bit about behind the scenes kind of stuff yeah Um, I think this season we really focused on kind of figuring out what our workflow is Mm -hmm. and how we can one continue to use notion to help with organizing all of that Mm -hmm. but I think um I took a lesson in delegating because I think I would panic that we weren't like I hadn't worked or I hadn't edited the episode yet we record usually like well in advance um sometimes months in advance before a podcast come out but I don't usually edit them until the week of. And so then I would be panicking about editing and then feeling like I needed to do like the graphic, the description, the LinkedIn learning, or LinkedIn learning, the LinkedIn, um, (laughs) I'm thinking what works, but I think um, the LinkedIn posts and 
all of these things. And I think there was a moment where I was like, okay, uh, I am feeling burnt out because I'm like panicking each time. Yeah. And um, I think we we came up with a much better workflow that um, that allowed a little bit more of an equal distribution of what each other is oh, doing. Yeah. And that's not yeah. to say that you weren't doing things. I think I just panicked and you did panicked. them for you. Yeah, you panicked and did them for me. And I think, um, and I was like, no, I'll do it. Just let it go. Let I go, know. my friend. I did um, learn to let it go, but it took yeah, me I'll do a it. while. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I'll do it. We're just on different schedules. Um, yeah. And um, I have to do it. I think we also learned like we have to do it far enough ahead of time so that you can edit. We can both listen and then do the description. And, um, you know, my big thing is I got kiddos at home. So I have I to find like, I have, I have time. It's just yeah. different than, um, we're just, you know, a little different on when we are able to do things. And so, yeah, uh, you finally let me do it. My husband's the same way. He, he, <laughs> he has, finally let me do it. I really like the way you said that. <laughs> yeah. And no, but my husband's the same way. I said, you know, you'd work a lot less if you'd let other people do their do their part. Um, and this is at <laughs> our business. So I'm like, you, you have to let other people you could do, work stuff. A lot less. Do, do stuff because yeah. you're working too much and it's too much. Yeah. But yeah, spread yourself then. But so yeah. I, I'm pretty happy. Um, I still, um, still need to get on the video editing at some point, but yeah, we're, we're less stressed and the flow is easier now. So that's better. Yeah, for sure. I think it is. And it, you know, there are, there's always things that we can improve. I definitely could edit earlier. Most of the time I'm like getting to the week that we're supposed to post. I'm like, oh crap, I got to edit that. For instance, the, the episode that we're posting tonight, I edited yesterday, <laughs> which yeah. does not give time, very much time for just get it, the uh, rest of the stuff done <laughs> that we need to get done. So um, I recognize that I could do that earlier and I will try hard to do that but I can't make any promises because that is my panic workflow. <laughs> yeah, no. Well, and it's also about trust. Just yeah. Trust, oh, for just, sure. Just trust me. And I yeah. trust you. And yeah. so it, it'll happen. It'll, you know, if we trust yeah. each other, we'll get it done. And if we yeah. can't get it done, I'll be like, oh man, I can't get it done. But, and also like for me, I think I had to let go because we decided that we would post um, bi-weekly and mm -hmm. we had decided that it would be Thursday nights and we decided that we would post on Fridays and nobody is holding us to that. It's okay if it's the next day. Yeah. It's okay if it's not that week. You know, like I was thinking, I was like panicking um, about these arbitrary deadlines that we set. <laughs> so yeah. I had to like um, really take a step back and be like, look, ow. Um, and be like, look, you don't have to have this done at a very specific time. If it's later than that, it's not a big deal. It doesn't matter. Um, but it took me a little bit of time to get there. So thanks for your patience, Jeff. <laughs> well, and and of course, I mean, think about our students, right? Um, sometimes one of part of the care framework is um is pedagogies of care, that is, is mm -hmm. um creating some flexibility within your course because, yeah. because life happens. Yeah. And uh, while we are not students, uh, the same thing applies. 
Yeah. We have to have some flexibility built in um, to our workflow because life happens and um, sometimes we just need a break. Yeah, totally. All right. And you're a great partner. So (laughs) you make it easy. All right. So I think we have um, any crazy things we have to talk about. I don't think it's a well, I don't think we have any crazy things. Uh, there was one more behind the scenes things that we had to work <laughs> through, which was, um, well, one, I have an anecdote, but it was actually from season one, but I also have a behind the scenes thing. We um, always, almost always have some sort of tech issue when oh, we record yes. with uh, with um, guests, especially, and that's usually like internet and bandwidth related. So mm-hmm. like we've had multiple times throughout the season people will be talking and then all of a sudden their internet will stop and it will mm-hmm. kick them out and then yeah. we just wait a little bit and they come back and they're just stitch that together so um you all hear at least somewhat of a polished episode but know that usually tech continues to be an issue in fact we actually used to record with Zencaster and we moved away from it because one it, a lot of tech problems throughout and then they changed the um, their um, platform so much, like with pricing and stuff like that. So we ended up just switching over to Zoom, and then we had to figure out how to record with that so that we got yeah. separate audio. And it's always a little bit of a process. So that was a challenge for sure. But my anecdote was um, our very first time that Jess and I went to record. Uh, I think it was our trailer. It must have been our. It might have been our first yeah. episode. Um, Jess, <laughs> so here's our, our intro. Welcome to Higher ID, the podcast where we talk about all things instructional design and higher ed. We're your host, blah, 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 blah. Okay. So we always say, welcome to Higher ID. And Jess said, welcome to Higher Ed. <laughs> <laughs> welcome, everybody. Here we are. And it, I don't know. It was just like the, I think it like helped us get us ner- our nerves out. We both busted up laughing. And I actually still have that recording. So um, it's just a quick one. So I'll just put it in here yeah. for everyone to listen because it's just so funny to me. Welcome to Higher Ed. So here's that. Welcome back to Higher Ed. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Let's start that again. Oh, my God. Because I was like, Higher Ed. <laughs> Sorry. I'm ready. Okay, hold on. Let me let me stop this recording. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's just so good. It just makes me laugh every time. Oh yeah, we have. I mean, we haven't had too many bloopers. Um, a no, lot really of, not. Uh, surprisingly, mostly mostly tech oriented um, challenges. Yeah. So, do you have any personal growth insights, uh, growth or insights or changes to um, perspectives experienced by by us or anybody else through well through I, this I, process? Oh, I think it's it's like design thinking. You always just iterate and mm-hmm. listen to what folks are enjoying and. Um, you know, express the gratitude for the folks that listen to us and that come on and are guests on our podcasts. And, um, you know, there's always room for growth. So um, I don't know that I have like any specific lessons learned, but just to like roll with the punches. (laughs) 
yeah. um, where things will go wrong, they probably will. It's not a big deal. You can fix it later. Um, the letting go thing, I think, was like a big thing for me too, just um, behind the scenes. But yeah, I'm really just uh, grateful for this opportunity to have these kind of conversations with you and get to share this with other people, 5,000 listeners and um, mm. And people who come up to us at conferences, you had a really cool story about that. Do you want to share? Oh, well, it, yeah, it was just um, someone I um, ended up being um, partnered with for a, a presentation or mm-hmm. a panel. And um, they were really excited to meet me. And I was like, oh, why is this person so excited to meet me? I have no idea. Yeah, And, and it just turned out that um, they were, they had been listening to the podcast. And so it was really cool. Uh, we got to talk about all things instructional design. And, um, so that was really awesome to connect with that, that instructional designer, um, from another institution as, as well as, um, chat with them during a panel. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that's the coolest. I'm so excited. Um, get a couple of conferences toward the end of the year that I'm excited to hopefully meet some folks that have listened to higher AD and get to connect with them too. I think it's just the coolest thing. Well, I mean, and that's part of, part of a community of practice. I think when we started um, the podcast, um, someone, someone possibly like mentioned or suggested that it wasn't really a community of a podcast, wasn't really a community of practice or, and um, I I disagree. uh, Well, so I, thought about that for a bit I stewed on it (laughs) and um I was like no but but actually it is you know I listen to podcasts and I I um sometimes I I feel like wow I know that person like it is a friend every once in a while right but um I think it when people are able to connect with things that interest me then I feel part of that community right and so I, I do feel like um, we are continuing that um, community of practice and growing that community of practice uh, with instru- at least with instructional designers and higher ed and bilingual instructional designers and all sorts of smaller groups. Yeah, yeah. I'm curious, um, maybe we can talk a little bit about some listener suggestions that we've heard and maybe some like ideas for next season. That's kind of our plan. So I guess we can start there. Our plan is to take a little break, just like we did between seasons one and two, and then we will come back with season three and hopefully have some really incredible guests, had some really great conversations, Steph and I too. Um, and I also think we want to try and write a book. <laughs> no, tell everybody. Yes. Don't no. tell anybody. Yeah. But tell everybody. Jeff and I yeah. are thinking about writing a book, and so that's definitely in the horizon for us too. Yeah, um, I've been thinking about writing it. Well, I I wrote a dissertation. That's a book. But oh my gosh, uh, yeah, that's a long book. It was like two hundred and ten pages. But um, yeah, no, I'm interested in writing a book um, related to my current work as an instructional designer. Yeah, and um, we'll have to 
see what that looks like together. Yeah. And of course I love collaboration. So, um, yeah, I, I, and, and I think meeting with Dawn and chatting with her really like kicked me Inspired into gear. Like, yeah. To gave me a little, little more fire, um, of like, well, she had really good practice following atomic habits and, and got that discipline. done and yes, yeah. discipline. And I'm like, I can do that. We can do that. So, yeah. um, we are going to take a break after this season and, um, as we shift into the fall and then we'll mm-hmm. come back. Um, but we need a little break and, um, we'll see how the book thing rolls. Yeah. And also, um, our one year anniversary of the podcast being published is in October. It is. So, so. Um, maybe we'll plan, definitely plan to be back by then so we can celebrate our one year with all of you and all of our listeners. We're so grateful for you. Yes. I, I don't think I ever imagined the longevity of our podcast. I hadn't thought about it. I didn't have a goal and that was okay. Yeah. Yep. That was, that's okay. Kind of like when we talked about, um, different things to be forever doesn't have to be forever yeah but it could be longer than we expect I guess we'll find out (laughs) it's just for now yeah just for now so next season well one I'll say we had a pretty good suggestion well we've had lots of great suggestions we do that anytime you all suggest topics for us we love that so please continue to do that reach out to us on LinkedIn or if you're in the ID to ID network please reach out to us there um, but just recently with Dawn's episode, we had someone, um, Dr. Hannah Diggs Elliott, I think is how you pronounce her last name. Um, she asked about um, us connecting about the challenges and strategies for working with we subject matter experts. Um, and I thought that that was a really good topic because that is like all of the work, really. You um, <laughs> designed the tool. You get to do that too, but so much of it is working with our subject matter experts. Oh, so yeah. That would be a great topic. And thank yeah, you, Jenna, for that suggestion. Yeah. I think that is for sure on the list because I could just, I could talk about that all day long. Um, yeah. But bribery is always good. Coffee, bribery. <laughs> <laughs> just as, just as a secret tip. <laughs> <laughs> Give them coffee, your, your speed. Yeah. Um, <laughs> That's funny. Well, other ideas for episodes, do you think, we don't have to name names of people, but um, maybe topics that you're thinking of. We haven't done any recording. We're up to our recording um, right now as as, as far as we've gotten. So this is truly just um, a brainstorming right now. Yeah, I think think there will, will be more conversations on AI and higher ed. I think that's unavoidable. And um, so maybe this time we'll bring a guest on. Yeah, um, and and get some more insight. Um, And then I think I think the UX, LX and instructional design, the relationship and kind of the shifting, the shifting place of higher ed related to those, I, I think that will become um, I continued conversation as well. And so I might like to see um, someone who uh, is a UX designer, or maybe we could find Dang someone yeah. who's a UX designer, um, LXD, and yeah. um, meet with them and chat some more with them, pick their brain. That would be really cool. Yeah, that would be sweet. 
I would like to bring in some sort of like career development topic. Either um, I know we talked you and I have talked privately just about like interviewing tips and like yeah, here's kind of what like an, an interview might look like or how to prep for it or something like that. Or um, there's a ton of folks in especially on LinkedIn who talk about like um finding your niche and how yeah. to apply for jobs and what does that look like so I think that that would be really nice for folks who are transitioning roles or new to instructional design to kind of get some more insight to that too yeah and I think being a little meta here I would love to um see maybe some of those more um career focused chats yeah um, be shorter snippets Oh, okay. um, to support people. So, um, some mini episodes. Yeah. Well, thinking about cognitive load and, um, yeah. engaging listeners on relative content. I think that if we're going to do like career chats, I think, um, it might be nice if those were like little shorter episodes, like mini episodes. Yeah. Cool. I like it. Yeah. I like it. I think there's an opportunity to, to, um, bring in some folks really just to talk about their stories I think we've like talked over and over about like um the any career to instructional design pipeline is real (laughs) yeah um like we've talked about our career journeys Mm -hmm. and and where we've come from and come into instructional design and that's always kind of a part of our episodes but I think it'd be cool just to like make that some of our focus of, of their like career journeys how did they go from link to instructional designer you know that would be cool yeah absolutely um I don't know I have a couple other ideas but I'm I'm gonna think about I'm gonna sit on them for a bit you're gonna stew I'm gonna stew yeah (laughs) that sounds great yeah well um I think that's all we wanted to chat about anything else that you wanted to speak to before we close out Um, no, I mean, I just really want to thank everybody, um, all the listeners for being so, so kind and supportive and reaching out. I, I've really appreciated connecting with people that are listening and, you know, I've had a few people reach out and say, Hey, I listen to your podcast. I'm also an instructional designer. I really connected, um, with your this podcast or this journey or this you know this story and um so thank you for sharing it and then I connect with them on LinkedIn and then maybe one day I'll get to have a coffee or tea or um you know something meet those people and um, but it but I just want to thank people for being part of the instructional design community and being so amazing yeah totally amazing and please again continue to Stay connected with us. Um, you can reach out to us on LinkedIn. We'll put our LinkedIn's in the show notes for everyone. And um, also, if you have ideas for episodes or if you'd like to be a guest on our podcast, we're always looking for mm-hmm. folks. So um, we are really grateful for all of the folks who um, support us, whether that's listening, um, being a guest, sharing the podcast, whatever it may be. We're just very grateful for you all. So thank you for making Higher AD the success that it is. Absolutely. Awesome. Okay. Well, thank you all for listening. And that's a wrap on season two. We'll see you on our next episode. Bye. Adios.